Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren BR, and today's guest is one of my dear friends, Catherine. Catherine is a senior here with me at LSU. She's on Refuge Leadership. She's also in KD, and she's also an absolute sales girl boss. I just had to add that in there. Um, I'm really excited for our conversation today. We're going to be talking about surrender, singleness, body image, a bunch of awesome stuff, and I think a lot of this is not always talked about in church, and so kind of wanting to bring it more to the light and have a really amazing conversation. So welcome. Thanks. I'm so excited you're here. We've been trying to do this for so long, so I'm glad that it's finally like happening. But before we kind of get into a lot of the questions, just kind of walk us through your testimony and let all these listeners get to know who Catherine is. Yeah. So I grew up in a Christian home. I, my family is incredible. Um, they're the best. My parents are awesome. I have two sisters. And yeah, I was baptized, came to know the Lord when I was like seven in like second grade. Um, so I've just always grown up in church, having a relationship with the Lord and yeah, truly I think came to like actually know what a relationship with the Lord looked like when I was in high school, when I kind of like learned like how to do a quiet time and like I could make this my own type thing and not just like I go to church because my parents told me to. And so I feel like that's, that was a pivotal moment in my relationship with the Lord, um, growing up, not that I had a hard life. I don't know, but I really in high school, I started struggling a lot with, um, an eating disorder, battled an eating disorder since my freshman year of high school. And I was a competitive dancer. So that really stemmed a lot of those problems. <laughs> Probably you can so imagine. relatable to every competitive dancer listening. To oh, this. They're like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that was just a lot of things that I struggled with in high school. Um, but you know, my relationship with the Lord grew in that time, but yeah, so I tried out for golden girls and put all my hope into that because that was my biggest dream. And that also kind of, you know, stemmed a lot of that eating disorder stuff and didn't get that. And that was probably one of the biggest like heartbreaking moments of my life and really just learned what it looked like to like submit control to the Lord because I thought I like could control everything in my future and you know all these plans that I had and like nothing was working out for me and so yeah I had no clue what I was going to do with my life like was like I'm going to go to LSU and I don't know what's going to happen and really just like not getting that was kind of this first start of like seeing the Lord's faithfulness in my life in college um really since then I mean the Lord's just been so faithful in my life Definitely college has been some of my like lowest lows, highest highs. Um, and, but really not making the dance team, I think was something that I can look back and think of such as a blessing, especially as far as like body image, um, you know, all those things, eating disorder mess. Um, again, still something that I struggle with, but definitely not in the way that I did in high school. And so, um, just seeing the Lord's faithfulness in hand in that and protection in that has been really cool throughout college. So that's like a little bit about me. Yeah. I always love doing this at the beginning of the episode <laughs> because like most of the time people don't know who the guests are. So it's like, okay, this is who they are before I like listen to them and take <laughs> advice from them. Um, but it's cool because your story has a lot to do with obviously what we're talking about today. Um, kind of being vulnerable with singleness and body image and just like trusting the Lord with your life, obviously, which you had to do like when you're going into college mm -hmm. and didn't make golden girls, which 
most people are probably from LSU that listen to this, but if you're not, that's the dance team. But I feel like <laughs> you could probably guess that, um, which is so funny. Random side note, one of the dance teams in Houston is School and Girls, oh, wow. but definitely <laughs> LSU is way better. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, but first things first, um, we're going to kind of jump right into it, but this yeah. is something like very requested by a lot of people listening. So obviously it's something people struggle with, but just don't always want to talk about. Um, but how have you seen the Lord work through your single season and kind of what has he taught you? Yeah. So I've been single for about around two years since the last relationship I was in. Not that that sounds like I've been in a lot of relationships, <laughs> but you know, I had a boyfriend in high school and have only dated a couple of people, but um, yeah, I've been single for about two years now and it's definitely been some of the most rewarding time in my life but it also has been some of the hardest time in my life i'm sure anyone single that's listening to this can imagine that (laughs) um but yeah things that i've seen the lord work through my life through this season has been really cool and just seeing the lord's faithfulness um it is being single has really allowed me to use time my time to just do different things that i like maybe would have never had the opportunity to do if I was in a relationship, like just like investing in a friendships, um, especially as a senior now, I get to spend a lot of time with like freshman girls or even just younger girls in college that I just, you know, maybe wouldn't have time if I was splitting my time with a boyfriend or something like that. Um, going on trips this summer, I studied abroad, which I mean, I'm sure people do that with a boyfriend too, but like just allowed me to not have to worry about those types yeah. of things. And yeah, the trip was like all girls and it was literally so awesome. And nobody worried about boys for like a month. And it was, it was great. <laughs> Every picture from that trip, I was like, wow, she's living her best <laughs> life and it looks so amazing. Yeah. But just a lot of my season of singleness, I guess, has been like finding what I love and like what I'm passionate about and like finding who I am without someone else. Um, and just like finding my identity in the Lord and the Lord only, um, which not saying people can't find their identity in the Lord with a boyfriend, but I think especially when, you know, you're not having someone constantly reaffirm you, you're not having someone constantly be telling you, Oh, you're so beautiful. You're doing great. I'm so proud of you. Like, you know, I'm very words of affirmation girl. So not having someone, you know, tell you all those things you kind of have to find out who you are without getting that affirmation from someone else. And really the only place that you have is to turn to the Lord. Um, And so that has looking back, I'm like, that is really cool that I've been able to find that in the Lord and the Lord only because, you know, in having self-confidence in like who you are and who the Lord's created you to be um, because, you know, someone's not reaffirming you. And, you know, so I have to believe in myself. Like I have to believe that I'm beautiful and I have to believe that, you know, what I'm doing is great and, you know, all the things. So yeah. Um, I saw this thing and it just said until God is enough for you, like no person or thing will ever be enough. And that's just something that I've also learned a lot, like kind of back to identity, like until I believe that the Lord, my identity is in the Lord, like no one or like no thing, no person like will like fill that until like God is enough for me. So yeah, yeah, that was a lot, but that's a lot of the things that I've learned in this season. Mm-hmm. Also, as everyone probably knows, I'm also single and I feel <laughs> like I can relate to a lot of that, especially cause I'm also words of affirmation. And so it can be hard, like not even in a jealousy way, but when your friends who all have boyfriends, like you hear them complimenting them or just encouraging them and you being like, well, who's doing that mm-hmm. for me, but really learning to like, like you said, tying it that in with like, 
your identity coming from the Lord and like your affirmation, quote unquote, coming from the Lord is like definitely like a sanctifying process and like not easy and still something I'm working on. But it's also a cool thing because now like when either of us goes into a relationship, we're not having to work on that codependence of like relying on someone mm-hmm. like, oh, like if my boyfriend doesn't tell me X, Y, Z, like I still have that confidence in the yeah, Lord. Um, but in the moment you're like, wait, I just wish someone would tell me. Yeah. This, you know? <laughs> Of course. Um, but also, side note, sorry if you hear my Starbucks, the people <laughs> listening. And I meant to say this at the beginning, but Catherine is literally wearing the cutest Love Shack fancy athletic dress. We'll have to put a link to it okay, in the we're... stories. Because it's, <laughs> I meant to say that at the beginning, but I forgot. Um, because I just want so excited to jump right in. But it's literally so cute. Um, okay, next question is something I can relate to. And it's also, like, very vulnerable. Um, but I know that that's best when the Lord works and in, like, a lot of people see fruit out of vulnerability. So I'll also give my answer too. But what has been the hardest part of being single for you recently? Yeah, I think recently the hardest thing has been a lot of comparison. Um, I know for me at least, and you know, I'm a senior getting older. Um, a lot of our friends, you know, my sisters, you know, everyone's, I feel like jumping into a relationship and everywhere I turn, I feel like someone's dating someone or engaged or getting married and I think that's been really hard for me. Um, I don't know. It's like I'm turning 22 and I'm still single and can't even find a date to my date events and, you know, all the things. Um, And yeah, just a lot of comparison um, has been really hard. And I think even like planning for the future of like, what do I do post-grad and all of those things has made me feel like I'm behind, Um, you know, people are getting engaged at 22 and, I'm single at 22 and it's just, yeah, I think feeling, and it's almost really hard to like, not think that there's something wrong with me is that, and like, that's why I'm single or that's why I can't get a date to my date party. <laughs> like, cause I'm like, Oh, all my friends have guys just like falling all over them. And like, what's wrong with me? And like, why is that not happening to me? Um, yeah, just like even, I don't know. I worked at camp this summer and like, I just felt like left and right every single girl was getting pursued, you know, by every single guy at camp or they had a boyfriend already. And it was kind of that point where like, I just like felt like invisible or like forgotten, neglected, unseen, unworthy. Um, and like sometimes feel like feel that now, even, um, that every single girl around me is getting pursued and it's like, okay, God, like, what about me? Like, I feel like nobody sees me. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if God sees me like, and you know, sees that desire. So that was really vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, that's been really the hardest thing about being single recently. Yeah. I will like this is dramatic because I'm not actually, but like I could literally start crying hearing that. And like I already knew all that about you because we've both had a lot of conversations of like we have those same thoughts or like lies that we believe, or just like the difficulties of like feeling like you're like behind or like how am I gonna plan my future and just all those things but it's like I didn't know that other people felt that way until we had talked about Mm -hmm. it and so I think hopefully my prayer is that like girls listening to this no matter the age but like especially even girls who are older be like okay there's other people who like maybe aren't ready to settle down or get married and like that's okay and like the Lord's plan for my life might look different but that's a hard thing to kind of come to terms with because like you grow up being like okay I'm getting it ring by spring and Uh then when it gets to spring you're like okay, wait, I don't have the ring, yeah. you know? Um, but it is very relatable to be like, I feel like I'm behind or like, is something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and it's hard to like, 
not believe those lies. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lie I've also believed, just kind of like piling on top of that, I've been believing a lot or been battling not believing the lie that like I'm not good enough to be loved because of like mistakes I've made in the past. And I'm sure anyone that's listening is might relate to that as well. Um, that's just like definitely a lie from Satan that I've been believing, um, which is just so not true. But I think that can also make someone as hard of like, Oh, it's something that I did in the past. And like, that's why I'm not loved or, you know, it's something, there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure like a lot of I mean I keep saying girls a few like five guys listen to this, but like <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people believe that too um and kind of going along with that like I we I'm asking you this knowing that you are gonna say <laughs> yes to it but we talk a lot about like me and Catherine of like just feeling unworthy and unloved in being single because we kind of connect it back to the way we look and I know a lot of girls connect it back to that as well so how do you kind of battle the live being like you're not unworthy and unloved and you, it also has nothing to do with your weight while you're single. If that makes sense. I kind of just like work with that <laughs> question, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just to answer the question, absolutely. Um, feel unworthy and connect it to the way I look or like, you know, my, um, body image or even just like physical appearance. It's like, Oh, there's something wrong with me or, you know, Oh, I'm not this skinny twig you know what I mean (laughs) yeah um and I think the way I mean really the only way even to battle this lie is just being rooted in who I am in the Lord and like whose I am um and yeah I think it's really easy to blame that um body image and physical features on being single or I don't you know I don't look like these girls or you know they're all in relationships because they're so much more beautiful than I am but um Kind of something that's really helped me a lot is, of course, um, in Psalm 139, it talks about how, you know, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think a lot of times, especially like girls, I mean, maybe guys too, but um, (laughs) just read this and like almost like brush through it. And like, yes, it's awesome, but it's almost like this like cliche, like Christian saying. And yeah, someone had once told me and they kind of looked at me and they're like, Catherine, like, do you believe the Bible front to back? Like everything in it you know, you can't pick and choose what the Bible says. Like, is it, do you believe it's all true? And I was like, yes, absolutely. You know, front to back, I believe everything in the Bible. You can't pick and choose. Right. And they just kind of looked at me and they're like, Catherine, well, why do you not believe you're fearfully and wonderfully made? Like you just told me you can't pick and choose what you believe. And now you're not believing that. And yeah, that was like, kind of like, I was like, Oh shoot. You're right. (laughs) Like, and yeah, that's also been something that's helped me. Um, battle that I guess it's like okay like if I do believe what the Lord says I also believe what he says about me that's yeah that's one thing that I mainly use a lot to just battle this live that's you know not why um I'm single and also just like finding the root of like my emotions a lot I've been going through this study of it's like emotions um the daily grace code you read it <laughs> um but kind of just like okay, like, what am I feeling? And then like, why am I feeling this way? And like, how it traces back to like a lie we're believing either about myself or about God. And like, for like example, like, if I'm like, feeling like lonely, like finding like the root of why I feel lonely. And then it's like, oh, I feel lonely because I don't feel loved by anyone. But then it's like, 
okay, why am I not feeling loved by anyone? Because I'm not like truly believing and resting in God's love. And like, do I truly believe that like his love is sufficient? And like, if I do, then I shouldn't feel lonely. And if I don't feel lonely, I shouldn't be sad. You know what I mean? And so that kind of like, I guess, practice has been helpful of like, even just evaluating, like, why am I sitting in this loneliness? And if I fill that lie with a truth about the Lord, it kind of helps me turn my emotions around. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was good. And <laughs> I like what you said about like, do we really believe that the Lord's love is sufficient enough for us? Because mm-hmm. like, if I'm being honest, a lot of times I don't. Yeah. Um, and so that's definitely something I need to work on moving forward of like really believing all those things. Like, like you said, of like, if you mm-hmm. believe the whole Bible, then like, obviously you need to believe that you're fearfully wonderfully made. But even like the fact of like, do I believe his love is enough for me? Because I think sometimes I don't, Absolutely. but like, that's also a lie. Cause it is, yeah. but I just don't believe that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but is there anything else you kind of tell yourself when you're struggling with body image or singleness? Like, what do you kind of make sure you find your worth in when you're dealing with like the spiral of emotions that you were just kind of talking about? Yeah. So Kind of one thing I wanted to um, plug. Me, <laughs> me and Lauren talk about this girl, Nicoletta Bradley. Yes. yes. I yes. can't believe we both found her <laughs> separately and then we'll like send her to each other and we realized it was the same girl that we kept watching. <laughs> but yeah, she, you know, posts a lot about body image and singleness and like how it relates. And, you know, I feel like I relate to her on everything. <laughs> no, literally, whenever she talks, I'm like, why is this everything that I think in my head sat out loud? <laughs> yeah. And so she, had this post which I just like have saved and like kind of remind myself a lot and um just some points of her post are that your body's not powerful enough to mess up God's plan um which is just so like you're right like it's (laughs) not and um she also says a certain body size does not mean that you'll have a good marriage looking like Jesus does and spend time spend more time with the Lord than trying to fix what you see in the mirror and I know that's especially really hits home for me because I feel like, you know, girls, I'm again, I'm sure guys, but like just, you know, picking apart yourself in the mirror or like, you know, trying to always go to the gym or whatever, just trying to fix what you see. But like, do I spend more time fixing what I see? And like, do I spend more time trying to fix my self appearance than spending time with the Lord? And like, probably, <laughs> um, and yeah, something else she says is God's not looking at us saying, you know, I'm going to wait until she's 10 pounds lighter, you know, wait until she's toned up a little bit more before I send her a husband. Um, or, you know, Catherine's body has to be changed if she wants to be loved. Like the Lord, like God does not say that about me. Like that's such a lie. Um, yeah. And just Psalm 139, 16, all of our days are planned out. No good thing will the Lord withhold. And just like God's moving in ways that we can't see it and the ways that the Lord's moving has nothing to do with how my jeans fit or <laughs> yeah. the way my body looks. So, um, yeah, those are some reminders that I don't take credit for those, but <laughs> yeah, I, she's awesome. So if you're listening to this, you should go follow her. No. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's like some things that have helped me for sure. I don't know about you. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. Um, cause obviously it's the Lord working in her, but when I found her, I was like, wait, finally just because and now I feel like I've been seeing more of it probably because Instagram's like feeding it to me now (laughs) but like for so long it was like a lot of the like thoughts and worries and fears I had with being single like I thought I was the only one or like I literally was like 
well, like literally because I weigh this much, like I cannot get a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was like, that's just a me thing. But like having her vocalize it and know that like, I'm not the only one that feels that way, but also like, it's all lies. I don't know. The Lord really used her in my life to be like, wait, no, listen to this. And also there's something, there's a bunch of like things she talks about, but like she says time, time again, that like, you're not powerful enough to mess up God's plan. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that's also something that is so like, I guess selfish of me to think that like, how much I work out controls like the Lord's, the, the God of yeah. the universe is playing for my life. Like that's Prideful. so silly. Yeah. Yes. Prideful is the word I was like, <laughs> but I'm like, wait, like I really think if I like skip the gym or like don't wear makeup to say, or don't show up to this event that mm-hmm. that's going to stop what the Lord has for me um, is literally insane because why do I think that? Um, so definitely y'all should look her up. <laughs> but another thing we talk about a lot, the two of us is kind of just like, trusting the Lord's timing as well as just him in all areas of our life. Um, so how do you kind of trust the Lord with being single, but also like your future? Because I know something that both of us are graduating and so it can just also be scary in that way. And so I guess just overall, how do you trust the Lord? It's like yeah. the big question that I'm asking. Yeah. And um, I guess specifically with singleness, um, just like one thing, it's like, our calling in life is like not to have a boyfriend or a husband. Um, you know, that's not our main purpose. Like why we're on this earth now, like on, on the other hand, like God created women with the desire to have a partner. You know, we were created to have a partner to do life with. Um, but it's ultimately like, how do we utilize this desire that the Lord gave us to glorify him? So, well, another plug if you haven't read the book captivating <laughs> which i should. need to read i need um, to essentially that's the like theme i guess the gist of the book is like how do we use this desire that he the lord gave women um to glorify him but yeah and it's a lot about just like don't be ashamed of the des- like your desire to be loved like that's something that like you know we were created to have that desire um and to want to be loved and it's okay and it's normal and that you should desire that, but also don't let your desire to be loved become greater or stronger than your desire to love the Lord first. And I, I mean, I know that's something that I found myself so guilty with. Um, that was just a lot of like singleness still, but like more of even just like trusting God. Um, you know, trusting God doesn't mean just trusting the Lord with, it doesn't mean just trusting God to answer your prayers. Um, trusting God, even when like your, his answers to your prayers are wait. And like, I know that for a while, you know, it's like, okay, Lord, I'm praying for a husband. I'm praying for a boyfriend, you know, and and, like all these things. And, you know, right now he's telling me to wait. And so like, I don't know what that means. You know, I don't know if that means waiting for another 10 years before my answered prayer, you know? Um, I mean, I guess we'll see. The only answer really (laughs) to that is trust the Lord. Um, but yeah, I think even, continuing to trust the Lord, even with my future, you know, the rest, I guess, aside from like a husband, um, is just like the Lord's faithfulness and like the ways I've seen the Lord be so faithful in my life. Um, my dad actually told me he's awesome, but (laughs) he, you know, I was like just down about like being single. Both my sisters are in relationships, you know, one's about to get married. (laughs) Um, and my younger sister has a serious boyfriend too, but I was just like down on myself about being single and my dad just kind of like looked at me and he was like, Catherine, like 
the Lord has been so faithful in your life, like over and over again, and like constantly like being faithful, like over like X, Y, Z, like over so many things that I've been able to see. And he was like, Catherine, like, why, why aren't you trusting that the Lord's going to be faithful and providing you a husband? And my dad was like, you know, like, this is not just like a small little detail that the Lord's going to forget. Like, this is such a huge part of your life and like such a big, like, yeah, part of your future. And he's not going to just like forget this, like one little thing. Um, and so even just like trusting that, you know, I've seen the Lord be faithful. Like I know that he will be faithful and like, he'll do it again. Um, he was faithful then and like, will continue to be faithful now. I think it's just like a lot of like how I trust the Lord. Yeah. With <laughs> everything. Literally. I think that your dad also said that so I could hear it <laughs> because I also think that, so that everyone on this podcast. No, yeah. Hear. I'm like thinking just about me, all the people listening. Cause like, that's so good and so powerful and so true. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of it also comes back to just like doubting that the Lord is good and doubting that he's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's like, if he is perfect, like he is, you're right. Why would he forget this detail in your life? And yeah. why would he not be faithful when he continually has been? So exactly. that was really good. Um, yeah. This question is not meant to sound salty or like, I guess that's like not the right <laughs> word. I don't know. I hate that word, but it's not meant to sound like that. It's just meant to be like the truth, especially, um, because I know a lot of people think that way, but a lot of people who are like married or have children or are dating are like singleness is a gift. And like, obviously I know they believe that and are like being super kind in that, but sometimes it can get, you know, a little frustrating when that person is in a relationship. And so what do you have to say about the statement that singleness is a gift? So I definitely like think singleness can be a gift um, for sure. Again, like kind of what I talked about at the beginning, I, I've seen so many great things in my life, um, in this single season of singleness. Um, and just like, yeah, a lot of like the Lord's faithfulness and giving me a lot of things. Um, I do think that phrase can be very frustrating because I'm like, okay, I know singleness is a gift, but I don't want it. I don't want this gift. Give me another one. Give me a refund. I'm done. No. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Lord, give me another one. (laughs) Like, I don't want this one, but yeah, I think I really do think singleness has been a gift for me at least. Um, and I think, something for me that I've even just has become more and more evident in my life is like the more and more that I see like earthly love fail me that being like, you know, can be romantically like, you know, a breakup or failed relationships guy or whoever else, um, family, you know, your parents, um, the more I've experienced failed love, um, the more that I recognize and realize, how unconditional our heavenly father's love is. And I think that's something that like, you know, the more that I, people fail me and fail each other. Um, it just made more evident how much more unconditional love like the father has for us. And that has also like satisfied me way beyond, you know, like trying to fill that with like a earthly love, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And I think, that all of us like believe this lie of like, Oh, when I find a boyfriend, you know, when I, when I get married, all my problems will be solved. And I think that, you know, even when, especially like people that are dating someone, they're like, Oh, singleness is a gift. Like I wish I was single. And then like, I'm like, Oh, well, when I just get a boyfriend, like I'm all my problems are going to be solved. But I'm sure if anyone's listening to this, that, you know, maybe it's married or dating someone. <laughs> I'm sure. And you know, I've had boyfriends in the past that I can even say for myself, like, that does not solve your problems. Um, especially if you aren't rooted in your identity, 
before getting a boyfriend. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I've been, I've so believed that lie that that's going to fix all my problems, but, um, just even like it, I think it's easy to believe that lie when you, people are, that are dating people will tell you that singleness is a gift. Yes. That makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Also something that, um, I need to remind myself of a lot is like the Lord is not withholding good from you. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can feel like that a lot when you're single and also when you're hearing that it's a gift and you, blah, 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 blah. But like, I don't know why we also believe the lie that he's withholding good and he's withholding yeah. another gift, quote unquote. And so that's just another thing that like, when I hear this phrase, I have to remind myself of, or just in general for anything, like this is going to apply to like a job offer or uh, a friendship or a relationship, but like just in general, like he's not withholding good from you. Um, and so like, he might be saying, wait, but he's not like, he's not a God that's going to do that. And so, yeah, I just think that I need to like say that phrase often too. Yeah. And I think like, it's like, even if you think of the perspective, like, you know, today could be the last day that I'm single for the rest of my life. Um, even also like puts it in perspective of like, is singleness a gift? And like, how can I live my singleness? Like to the fullest, I guess, like today and not just like waiting to be used tomorrow um or like waiting to use be like for a purpose I guess like I think a lot of times it's like oh well I'll just like do that later or like whatever but like you never know and I mean I don't say that to like cling to like okay Lord like it's tomorrow or is that <laughs> it? like I don't mean to like say it in that way because I know I would so take it and run with that and I'm sure people listening you know maybe take it and run with that um you know but just even like today could be my last day being single ever so how can I use that to the fullest today and be purposeful in that so I think also another thing that is talked about but people don't fully grasp is like you really do have so much time when you're single and like I know that this is also said a lot but is not really like sat with if that makes sense it's like Paul literally said it's better to be single than in a relationship and like literally Paul in the bible saying that like what and so I think just also realizing like you do have so much time and if this is your last day to be single. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to do to like steward it? Well. And like, I know the girl, like Nicoletta, we keep talking about, like she started like her own podcast and her own like fitness, like Christian company. And like, she always says like, she wouldn't have had time to do that. And obviously she still desires a husband to come in and like work with her in that one day. But like, it's just, I think realizing like to live a life in that way of like, what if this is my last day? And also obviously you could never be married too. So that is a factor that we could do a whole other podcast about, (laughs) which I'm sure many of you also know that, but I think just also this idea of like, how am I going to steward this time well? Because that's part of the gift is the time, um, which can be annoying because people are like, well, I would take up my time with a boyfriend. And I think that, but also just like, there's so many opportunities I have to like hang out with freshmen and like build new relationships. So I think just like not forgetting that fact as yeah. well. And I mean, like, I'm sure this is probably relatable too, but like someone that had like me, like someone that has been in failed relationships, like trust me, like I would rather be single for the next 10 years than to go through another failed relationship or, um, I don't know, breakups and all (laughs) that is just awful. Um, and I would rather be single and use that time well than to, you know, date the wrong person or, you know, all the things. Also something so funny you said that like, when you were like, I'm trying to remember, I just said like so much, but when you said, you know, tomorrow, God, that's my thing. Another thing that I do sometimes, really not now, but when I was less like mature, I would say I would be 
pray, Lord, you know what? I don't want a husband right now to like think that I was tricking God into thinking yeah. that I was ready. If, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, dear Lord, like I'm so content right now and I don't want a husband thinking that the Lord would see that I'm content <laughs> and send me a husband. And I was listening to Becoming Something the other day when they were like, one, he's God. So he knows it. Also, why are you trying to like manipulate, manipulate God? <laughs> and so I think that's just another thing that I never even thought about, which I don't really do that now, but I think a lot of girls will be like, oh my gosh, like I'm so content, like wing, 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 like, yeah, okay, yeah, God, yeah. like I'm good just to manipulate him. But it's also, it's okay to tell the Lord that that's your desire because he knows because he's God, yeah. but also he wants to hear your desires and he most likely gave you that desire. So it's okay to be in your prayers to say, please send me a husband. Yeah. Even if you, the answer might be wait, like you said earlier, but it's okay to ask the Lord for a boyfriend. That's not a sin because I think for so long I thought that I couldn't say that in my <laughs> prayers, but it's totally okay to say that. Yeah. It's like even like, Oh, like, you know, when you at least expect it. It's like, okay, Lord, I'm at yes. least expecting it. I'm Literally expecting that. it. Like, <laughs> all right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's so me. That's yeah. and sometimes I still fall into that. But yeah, that was me when I was in high school, especially. I'd be like, I'm I'm just like so off guard guy. <laughs> but he literally knows. So Literally. It's just funny. <laughs> but the last thing I kind of wanted to talk about, um, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, but just kind of how to handle that jealousy when it comes to the people around you dating someone or even going back to body image, kind of just looking the way you want or having the life you want. And also even in this, it could not be the jealousy of like, I'm so upset with my friend, but just the longing to have what they have, whether it's the body or the lifestyle or the boy, how do you kind of handle those type of feelings that may come up? Yeah. Um, I mean, comparison can kill you like truly. And I think even like, Singleness can be very entangling and I think it can take over your mind and your life. And I know for me, it definitely has at points for sure. And whether you've been single either your whole life or you've been single just for a season, like it really could take over your mind in the same way that comparison can. And I think I've definitely been so guilty of that, of, you know, whether I'm keeping and focusing my eyes on singleness or a certain boy, or even just like, constantly focusing on like oh like maybe he's the one or you know maybe maybe he thinks I'm pretty (laughs) and like oh but maybe this time like maybe this time like this will work out with this one boy that I'm texting or you know maybe all my friends like a lot of them have like started dating guys that they like randomly got set up with for a date event so it's like oh like maybe this like one date event like (laughs) oh like maybe maybe it'll work out this time um but I think even I found myself like keep that's like when I think of those things um, constantly, you know, just being entangled in singleness, it's like keeping my eyes focused on myself. And that is like, you know, focusing on a boyfriend, focusing on singleness. It's so like me, 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 me. But I've just found in those times, like I'm not focusing on the Lord, like at all. And I've just had to readjust my focus to focus on the Lord. And then like the rest will follow. Um, yeah, even, you know, Romans 12 too, transforming the renewal of your mind. Um, and then you, then you can discern the good and pleasing, perfect will of the Lord. And it's like, you have to like renew your mind first and then you'll be able to discern and kind of along the same lines, Matthew 6, 33, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then these things will give be given to you. No, like the order is very important in those verses. Like, you know, seek first and then this will happen. So I'm like, if I'm constantly seeking 
comparison or constantly seeking jealousy, you know, constantly like, Oh, I wish I had her body or a constantly, Oh, I wish I had her boyfriend and he's so cute. And you know, does this boy think I'm prettier and like, maybe they can set me up or, you know, constantly like in a state of mind of like, is this actually going to work out? You know, all those things. Like I'm constantly looking at myself, like constantly focusing on me, me, me in a relationship with the Lord. Like that's not how it works with the Lord, you know, readjusting my focus, you know, seeking first the kingdom of God has allowed other things to follow. Um, yeah, not, you know, I think a lot of times people are like, Oh God, because you gave me a boyfriend, because you did this good thing, then I'm going to follow you. Or, you know, once, once I get a husband, I'm going to start going to church or once I, you know, have kids, like I'll start going to church, but like not yet. Um, but it's like, that's out of order. Like seek first the kingdom of God and then these things will come. Um, so yeah, that's, I don't really know if that answered that question really well, but that's, I think, you know, on top of all these constant reminders that I've been talking about really this whole time, but like, that's really how I handle a lot of jealousy of like, yeah, just readjusting my focus. Cause you know, I'm constantly like, Oh, like my best friend and her boyfriend should not make me upset. You know what I mean? Like I should be so happy for them. And like my sister getting engaged and like having a wedding, like that's the most perfect thing ever. And like, you know, God honoring relationship and like that should not make me upset and jealous. Um, and almost like resent, not necessarily, not like resenting people. You know what I mean? Yes. No, exactly. Um, I'm sure a lot of people listening know like exactly what you mean. Yeah. And so I think, you know, but in those times of jealousy, it's like, oh, I'm jealous. It's because I'm focusing on myself. Um, so yeah, I'm just circling at this point, but readjusting my focus has been one of the easy, best ways I've been able to handle that. That's so good. And I think could also just answer like half the questions (laughs) that we talked about today, because that's just so important. And ultimately our goal should just be to fix our eyes on Jesus. And so like me all the time, but like when we take our eyes off of him, that's when this jealousy Mm -hmm. and comparison, this almost anger creeps in. And so I think that's a reminder that I really needed to, and is really good of just like fixing your eyes on him and taking it off from being all about you, but Mm -hmm. it's all about him. And that just completely reframes your mind, which will change everything so that was absolutely a really good reminder but before we kind of get into the fun questions that I do at the end is there anything you wanted to kind of add about singleness and just kind of surrendering that to the Lord or anything in general um that you just wanted to mention before we kind of finish up yeah so just like I guess you know I send Lauren things on (laughs) all the time but one thing I just like read today um, it just says, give thanks to God during the waiting, waiting season, what feels like confusion, what feels like uncertainty, what feels like loneliness. This is the very season that God is using to prepare you to grow you and to change you. And this waiting season is a season of sanctification. He's preparing you for what he has prepared you for. Um, and just like with, you know, the waiting in that you could take that, not even waiting for like a boyfriend, like, or, you know someone in a relationship could be waiting for something or waiting for a job or waiting for the future or just waiting period. Um, that could be, I think relatable, but just like trusting God in the waiting. And like, I think a lot of my prayers just been like, Lord, like use me while I'm waiting, whether I'm waiting for another day or whether I'm waiting for 10 more years, um, how can I be used in this waiting? And, you know, if you truly believe that like God is in control, then I truly need to learn how to fully surrender to like his will, his timing, his plans, and to like his heart. Um, yeah, that's 
kind of, and like, how can I be useful and faithful where my feet are planted now, not where my feet are planted next year or when I graduate, <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. I yeah. think that I'm going to have to like put all of these things on the like podcast Instagram story so people can save them too. Cause like, yeah, Catherine is like the best queen ever <laughs> of sending me things. Cause I see a lot of them too, but I think you always send me the ones I'm like, wait, this is incredible. <laughs> so I'll have to put them on the story so that everyone listening, if they want to, can see yeah. them too. Cause like, there's some really good stuff out there and a lot more people that like talk about this than I kind of would have thought. Yeah. And so it's fun to kind of like find the like post and I'm like, Oh yes. Okay. I needed this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But before we kind of get into like the fun questions, could you just pray over everyone who's listening and like might be struggling with this as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for just this opportunity just to talk, Lord. I just thank you for this season of singleness that I've been recently and that Lauren's been in. Um, and thank you for giving us this friendship that we can have something to, you know, hold each other accountable in. Lord, and I just pray for anyone listening that also feels the same. Um, you know, I felt so alone for literally so long and thought I was the only one struggling with this. Um, so I just pray for anyone that is struggling with this Lord, that you would just give their mind rest and that they would just truly find their identity in you, Lord, and that they could use this season of singleness and this season of waiting, um, to glorify you, Lord, and use it to, you know, their best ability. And I just challenge them to, you know, find different things that they, can be able to do um, while they're single, Lord. And I just pray that they can just trust you with everything um, and just truly surrender and give up that control, Lord, and know um, their identities in you. I know those are all reminders that I needed. Um, and I just pray that this would give them just some type of community of girls that, you know, are relating to this, Lord, um, and that you would just give us a hope that, you know, this waiting, like, will pay off, Lord. Um, and that you have a great plan for us in store. And yeah, I just pray that they would all know their worth in you um, and find their identity in you alone and not their body image and relationship status, Lord, because that is so easy. Um, but yeah, um, we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so always a weird transition to do this. <laughs> but one thing I do on the podcast just um, for a lot of different reasons, but something that I like to do is kind of go over the guest favorites. And I'm so excited for Catherine's because I feel like we just like are kind of similar sometimes. So I'm excited yeah, to hear like literally sure. when she walked in in her Love Shack fancy athletic dress, I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> um, so I'll just kind of go through them. And then as always, as much as I hate to say this, this will be my Amazon storefront <laughs> after my sister like texted me the other day and was like, I didn't even know you had one of those. That's so funny. But anyway, so favorite makeup product or products. Um, yeah, I love the drunk elephant drops. So basic. I know, but I, Recently, I've been mixing it with the Ulta MD Tinted Sunscreen. I need to try that. I see that everywhere. Yeah. So I'm trying to, you know, be, wear sunscreen now for <laughs> the first time in my life. Um, and yeah, mixing that with the Drunk Elephant has been a really great combo for a natural. Wait, that's funny because glow. I mix the Super Goop, like they're kind of same thing, uh -huh. glow screen with like this like L'Oreal dupe for the bronze drops because I can uh -huh. never find them. Yeah. So yours is probably like the fancier version, but that's what I've been I'm doing sure too. it looks the exact same. <laughs> But yeah, those are my favorite makeup products recently. Um, okay, and then hair. Okay, so I just got my hair done recently and I got some, I'm probably saying it wrong, Kirastas. I don't know how to say it either. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm new to this thing. <laughs> but it's like this detangler stuff. Shoot, I don't know what it's actually called. But it makes my hair feel so soft 
and I've also been using it's Kevin Murphy, um, like texturizing spray. Like when I like curl my hair or, you know, those things and it <laughs> smells absolutely amazing. It's like in this pink bottle. It's so cute, but I yeah. love when stuff smells good too. Cause some of it, I'm like, I don't like the smell yeah. and I don't oh, put it in my yeah, hair. Yeah. And then, okay. I guess I don't really know what my thought was behind this when I wrote this to you, but I guess brand, I don't really know what I was thinking, but if you have a favorite brand, you can share. Um, you know, all the basic things, <laughs> um, Hoka's of course, okay, yes. you know, I am a diehard Hoka. Um, and, uh, recently been loving free people of course you know as every girl but <laughs> hey the free people dupes on amazon have been it's what i'm wearing right now me, so <laughs> they've been doing good recently so I'm yeah i'm wearing a free people amazon dupe so <laughs> um and then store which i guess these are kind of the same but like yeah you know, that's i was kind of yeah i'm sorry i don't really know why but I, I should have fixed that but i would say store like lululemon because i guess it's a brand too but there's actually a store in Baton Rouge, so, yeah you know but yeah i if you didn't know that about me, I literally wear workout clothes, like 25-8. I mean, I'm sure most a lot of girls do too. But yeah, if I'm not at work, I'm in some type of leggings or something. So yeah. Um, and then your favorite place to work out? Tone VR. <laughs> That's where I've been working out recently, or I joined um, a couple months ago. But I'm obsessed with it. I love it. You can do Pilates or tread um, or like bar and some other things. But it's so awesome. I love big Pilates girl recently so yeah I haven't told you this yet because I just did it in my last class but I signed up for my first tone class like next weekend like the weekend of the Alabama game so yes. I'm doing beginner I don't know how you say Legree. it Legree. Yes. yes so I've it's done awesome. a Legree once before at solid core and my friend Abby who's also been on this podcast we like literally died so I'm really nervous but I'm also excited and I want to be a tone be girl like y'all it's so. gonna be great I've tried to put everyone on tone so if you're listening to this and you live in Baton Rouge Go to Tone. Your first class is for free. And if you have questions, <laughs> let me know and come with me. <laughs> um, and then your favorite outfit, I guess, that like you've ever worn. Okay. Well, I'll be honest. It's really what I'm wearing right now. This Love Shack <laughs> fancy dress. It's like a workout it's dress. It's so cute. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. You can wear it with sandals. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. But I, re <laughs> I just got this um, recently. But I guess if I had to pick anything else that I didn't just wear for the first time. Um <laughs> I don't know. I think just like any like workout set. Um, yeah. Like a, like a matching set. Love those. Wait, they're perfect. Yeah. And they make you feel so put together. Oh yeah. Me, I have one, but I love it. <laughs> um, and then your favorite restaurant. Rock and Saki, hands down. <laughs> Best restaurant in Baton Rouge. Honestly, maybe even other places too, <laughs> but I'm a big sushi girl. I love Rock and Saki. It's the best. So, and the vibes are great too. And then the last question I wanted to ask, just because you're like a traveler, like we talked about, I said favorite trip, but I guess you could also just say like favorite place you've ever been when you've traveled. Yeah, definitely Greece. <laughs> I went to Greece this past summer to study abroad. So I spent a month there and it was like the best time of my entire life. And it's so beautiful. And the water is, just, I've just never seen any like it, anything like it. Like literally you could be in the middle of the ocean and like you're seeing the bottom of the water it's That's so clear crazy. it's so blue and beautiful and wow it was just the best time ever but yeah definitely my favorite trip ever <laughs> i was like i figured you'd say that but i still yeah. wanted to put it <laughs> um but yeah thanks everyone so much for listening i'm so excited to just see like what the lord does with this episode and if y'all have any other like things you want to talk about or prayer requests Involving singleness, um, you can feel free to DM me. I'm sure you can also DM Catherine. Yes, no one has ever actually DM'd me when I say that, <laughs> but like I promise, like it's not scary. And I'm not saying that because 
like I've assumed people would DM me. People have told me before that they want to ask me stuff and they ask someone else. And I'm like, wait, I'm like the most least scary person ever. <laughs> so if you ever need prayer or anything, please come ask or DM me. But I'm so glad you're on this episode, Catherine. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, and thank you all so much for listening. Y'all hear from me. I used to say next week, but whenever the next episode drops. <laughs> um, so yeah, bye.